Hey, terve tuloa. Welcome to this episode of the International Business from Finland podcast with me, Mark Wiltshire, where I take you behind the scenes of my solo enterprise or toiminimi in Finnish, working with directors and business owners of Finnish companies, sharing your workload so you can focus on growing your business. Recently, one of my sales pitch workshop customers made a comment that made me think, this can really have a long-term effect on people. As well as sales pitch training, I've also been meeting people for regular English conversation coaching for a few years now. So I thought I'd share a few examples of how they have benefited from this. The International Business from Finland podcast with Mark Wiltshire. talking international sales, entrepreneurship and making connections between Finnish companies, entrepreneurs and workers migrating to Finland. So the last in effects of a sales pitch workshop and first of all big thank you to Susanna for inspiring this episode. We were recently having a, a video call planning some future work and she said and I'll quote The sales pitch workshop with you had a real effect. Since then, something changed in me. I used to be really nervous about my English language skills, but nowadays, when I see one of my international partners is calling me, I'm excited that I get to practice a little bit more. And then we spend an hour or so just chatting. That sales pitch workshop was organized through my other company, Export, and it was three years ago. We made a presentation for Susanna to use at trade shows, so it incorporated talking about Uh, the More Joy product collection, uh, their range of um, homewares and kitchenware. And while they were walking around their stand, they could talk about their products. And at the time, I had no idea that Susanna was nervous about talking English. It didn't show, but I was really pleased to hear her comments afterwards. Particularly in the Etelapochima region, there are many people who have learned English at school, but whose career has then been based in this region and until very recently there's been very little need to use English in day-to-day -day work situations. That's starting to change and people in higher positions in local organisations and companies are seeing the need to improve their spo spoken English. Whether this is for international sales, internal corporate relationships or to improve career opportunities as businesses become more global. I'm going to share with you a few semi anonymous uh, examples now of how my English conversation customers have uh, have experienced meeting with me regularly and the, and the benefits it's had for them and uh, and thanks to to those of you that have uh, allowed me to to talk about this the first one was in preparing for new owners so Matti was one of the first people to approach me about English conversation coaching after his wife suggested me. So thanks, Maria. Uh, at that time, his company was expecting new ownership from overseas and Matti wanted to improve his spoken English so he could communicate better with his new managers. We did this for about a year, learning words specific to the industry that he was working in and even put together a company presentation that he could deliver in English. Once the company takeover was complete, Matti moved on and our sessions temporarily stopped. But he soon had a new job. 
this time in a role that included international customers from many countries. Although he was now confident speaking English, we started meeting again once a month and we talk about his industry, everyday life, even my business. In fact, I think my combination of business experience and native English language is what keeps these regular meetings interesting and useful for Mutti. I hope so. Then there's practicing just to develop greater confidence. Dina was another person I met due to an introduction from a mutual friend. Thanks, Dutti. <laughs> Although English wasn't strictly necessary in her work, Dina wanted to feel more confident using English as her career progressed. For a few years now, we've met on a weekly basis for about 30 minutes and talked. And we talk about work and family and football, especially our shared passion for uh, SJK Seinioki team. Um, and also talk about like, how society in Helsinki, where she is, and Seinioki here is coping with COVID restrictions. Um, and it's kind of fun. Sometimes Tina will be uh, in the office. Sometimes she's at home. She's called me while walking through the woods. She even called me from the beach once in the middle of summer, which was a bit mean. Um, but it was it was beautiful to to see the Helsinki uh, beach and sea in the in the background. And it's impossible to share so much of your your sort of everyday life regularly and not become friends. So it was great to be joined by Tina and Tutti at the wedding party we hosted last year when I got married. So um, it it stretches beyond just talking in English. My I, I've got some personal experiences of this as well. Um, in Finnish conversation. Remember back in episode 15, I committed to becoming a Finn by applying for Finnish citizenship. And I devised a study plan to pass the Uki language test. Practicing spoken Finnish was a core part of this. And luckily my wife Satu has a friend, Rika, who also wanted to improve her English. I've known Rika now for about four years and I've realized over over the years that we would be at, at parties and we would have conversations where I was talking English and she would understand everything and then she would speak to me in Finnish and I would understand everything. So we both had enough of an understanding. So we decided to start meeting once a week for Finglish conversation where we spend about an hour. We start talking in English and then halfway through we switch and we talk in Finnish. It gives both of us a safe space where we can speak without fear of making mistakes. We can take our time to find a way to communicate and where we can learn from each other and from our own mistakes. This is very similar to the Finn tandem concept that I previously experienced at Kanselai's Opisto, and I'd recommend this course to anyone wanting to improve their spoken language skills. After just a few meetings with Rika, I could already feel myself becoming more confident and my spoken Finnish would just start more naturally than before. And this is the same effect I observed with my English conversation partners. I just wanted to give a quick mention to my friend Julian, who publishes his Thursday Tips articles every week on LinkedIn and if you go to the show notes you'll find a, a link there to Julian's uh, Thursday tips. It's a really entertaining read in bite-sized articles that exposes the difference between Finnish 
and English and highlights those small mistakes that everyone makes from time to time. So keep up, keep up the good work, Jules. Well done. So as is usual on podcasts, I'm going to ask you to rate and review this show, but I'll make it easier for you. Head over to ratethispodcast.com slash Wiltshire, where you can leave a review and a rating for this podcast. Also, if you found this podcast interesting or maybe inspiring even to want to improve your, your English, feel free to buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Wiltshire. I do, after all live in Finland, the country with the highest coffee consumption per person. So what way to better show your appreciation than throwing a few espressos in my direction to help me through the long, dark Finnish winter that we're heading into? Cheers. If you want to contact me, feel free to reach out at mark.wiltshire.tmi at gmail.com. Your email comes directly to me. Thanks as always to Mark from the superb Dodo Bones for the theme music. There's a link to their website, dodobones.co.uk, in the show notes. But that's it for now. Until the next episode, goodbye.